0: all right everybody welcome back to another episode of gaming guide and i'm here this is mike and i'm here with my boy
1: Woo! it's andrew everybody i'm excited about our topic uh love the saturn yeah, and uh yeah. <laughs> it's it's not very uh loved by many but uh, that's why i don't know it's like the underdog in the fight
0: that's right so we're here today to talk about our top three saturn games and uh yeah, this is a very special system, I think, for both of us. How did you yeah. uh, get started with the Saturn?
1: I think I was just a Sega head for a while. Mm. Like Looking back, the Super Nintendo was obviously better, but I think because <laughs> I was a spoiled doctor's kid, I got the Sega CD, I got the 32X, mm. and I loved like the gear. And I, I mean, I loved like Sonic and like all the like all the like Sega games. So I was teed up to like Saturn too. Yeah. And, um, like, well, we'll get into it. I don't want to like list the games. Yeah, that I know. Going we're going
0: to, I'm the same way. It's kind of like, yeah. well,
1: <laughs> it had, it Go just ahead. had like some of the first 3D games that were like really good. And we'll get into it and in, like, um, and but also the best two D games at the time too, which which can't yeah. be ignored. Oh no! Um, so of so not. so yeah. Oh, I wanted to say too. I might have said this in another episode, but before we get started, yeah. a few years ago, I had some friends over at my place in L A. They're gamers. They're mm-hmm. only a year or two older than me. They mm-hmm. grew up with video games. They like games. We've talked yeah. about games a lot. They saw my Saturn, and they were like, "What is that?" God, that's crazy I t- to me. I said, it, I said it was a Sega Saturn, and they were like, what is that? And I was <laughs> like, I, it, 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 you know, it blew my mind, but at the same time, we all know the Saturn was like the third in, in everybody's hearts in America mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. So I feel like in some people's minds, it was just the N64 battling the PS1. And yeah, which
0: wasn't even a battle in my mind.
1: <laughs> it was barely a battle, but like people like Sega bowed out in their mm-hmm. minds and then came back for Dreamcast because everybody seems to remember Dreamcast like absolutely mm. no problem. Uh, yeah. But with Saturn, it's like, I don't know. And also the ramp up into it, like we had, we knew Sega, like gamers knew Sega. Sony mm. was new at the time. We didn't know what was going to happen with PlayStation. I remember this reading about this in EGM. We mm-hmm. had no idea you know it but then again cut to its release day it was a huge hit fucking immediately and i guess immediately overshadowed the saturn sadly enough but Mm -hmm. i you know i was gonna stay the course i mean i ended up getting both of them but Mm -hmm. uh you know the saturn and the i mean the saturn does hold a special place in my heart anyway
0: yeah uh, it absolutely does for me and no i think there's a little bit we should talk about there right because this this game system should have set the world on fire. And it absolutely did not. It fizzled right out. And Japan, it did. Well, it did very well in Japan. Yeah. And they have a larger library, but I'm saying set the world on fire. I'm saying not just Japan. It should have been big in America. It should have been big throughout Europe. And it wasn't, it just, it wasn't. And that has, there, there are some issues there. So I, I checked out, I wish I had double checked what the, uh, the books i read were but like i had gone through a couple of history of video games uh books and stuff uh, earlier this year and they were talking about sort of the business angle here and they really felt like there was a lot of contention back and forth between sega of japan and sega of america and and how things should be presented um and that mm. sort of stealth drop at uh eg sorry not eg um at uh, e3 Tokyo game show oh it was oh, the e3, yeah, yeah. e3 uh announcement about the sega saturn where they were saying like oh it's available now they did this like shadow drop before shadow drops were really a thing right and yeah. it was it was available in limited numbers in certain select markets or something like that in in certain cities but then what happened was you had certain retailers getting upset i believe kb toys would have been a major retailer they said you're going to just go ahead and, and put this out there. And then people are going to these other stores to get it. You didn't even tell us it existed and they stopped carrying Sega. Like just I don't think I was even aware Sega. of that. So like there was there was a lot going on of these bad business decisions that really set them up for failure. And there was also the hardware issue of 3D and 2D. I, I've read conflicting reports about whether or not that was a major factor in the redesign to the hardware. But it, so most people okay, agree. Yes. About
1: that, about that, they, uh it, I remember in, in EGM and all the magazines, they kind of said the same thing, but mm-hmm. especially EGM for me. Yep. Saturn was a bitch to program for. Mm-hmm. It was like this dual processor thing or something like that. It was just an absolute fucking nightmare. It's like, up. that's why it's been the, one of the hardest to emulate over the years yep. is because it was just such a fucking bitch to make a game for. Yeah, so, the PlayStation it, it, comes out, and apparently PS1 was an absolute fucking dream. Yes. And, like, it was yeah. just the easiest thing to program for, hence their immediate success. And, God, what was the, the... There's some famous woman programmer that said that, like, when the Dreamcast came out, they made a full 180. Like, they said it was the easiest fucking <laughs> thing you could ever imagine to make a game for. To go like they, Windows they, CE. <laughs> yeah, they, they learned their mistake with the yeah. Saturn full, full force.
0: Yeah, I think that the PlayStation one, if I remember correctly, uh, you know, I think it was assembly so people could sort of write directly in a language they were familiar with. They didn't have to learn the unique, um, idiosyncratic dev kit for the Saturn, you know, with the PlayStation, it was like, oh, you already likely know how to work in assembly or whatever this is. So it was easy for a lot of people to just be like, yeah, we we can put stuff out on the PlayStation.
1: So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And that I mean, really suck for the Saturn though, but yeah. yeah,
0: And of course in that same, um, event or whatever, where they announced the Saturn and the price, the price, when the Saturn launched, it was $399, $400, yeah. which, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. adjusted for inflation is a lot of money. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't check the calculations on this. So when Sony came up to do their announcement, right. The new kid on the block they just kind of cut it short right and this that sort of classic mic drop moment the guy gets up there and he's like 2.99 <laughs> and that's it that's like your death sentence right there you know yeah yeah that's saturn you, you coming in a at a hundred dollars cheaper oh yeah that's with huge. resident
1: evil like as Man. a fucking like what you call it a launch title right wasn't it a launch no title? i
0: don't think it was a launch title no okay that followed up a little later
1: but Jumping yeah, flash, was... though, my bro. Jumping flash. <laughs> Jumping flash was launch. Yeah. <laughs> Battle arena Toshinden. Man. <laughs> Southern dudes accents on Battle Arena Toshinden. Man, it was glorious back then, dude. Tosh- <laughs> Toshinden. Yeah. But yeah, you know, my friend uh actually
0: got the Saturn. He got it early on. And um At the I was not drop. I was not impressed. So I didn't come into the Saturn until pretty late in its life cycle. I say late, but like, what is that like two or three years later?
1: <laughs> it's I, back I, then dude, it felt like an eternity. Spoiled kid, man. I had it all. Mm. I had it like, I didn't get it like randomly, but I got it for birthday or Christmas. It mm-hmm. was probably Christmas. Um, yeah. I remember Sega CD was birthday, mm. Um, but that's just how it was for me um but yeah they were expensive as hell and like especially getting that with some games like my god yeah.
0: by that time i had to buy my own systems so like i had put everything to get hold of that playstation yeah. one so that's it that was all there was to it <laughs> right. i was gonna wait but yeah when i when i first played the um saturn my friend uh had virtual fighter and i think it was the first version like not before the remix i'm not sure how bad it was compared to the remix but for me virtual fighter was just like the wrong thing to lead with
1: because i was not
0: at all interested in 3d and it felt like you you had floaty
1: jump you've talked about this you had quite a hard time with 3d like for me i'm only like three or four years younger than you but Mm -hmm. like that's a big deal when when you're kid gaming age i think and like I was just excited for the new technology, <laughs> you know, and it, the whole world was new. I mean, yes, sprites look amazing. I love sprites, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I knew that wasn't going to last forever. And mm-hmm. it was like a brand new world. It was like, I to me, I think, to, honestly, we've talked about this before, I think, but the PS1 and Saturn days mm. are like my top gaming days. Like, that was the time when I was probably yeah. the most into gaming I mean, SNES also like Sega. Sa- uh, no, nah, I mean uh, SNES and Genesis, almost the same fervency. But I think it really culminated into a head mm-hmm. with PS1 and Saturn, for sure. I was just full speed yeah. ahead with EGM, and it was just starting to. I was starting to build my little personality. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> how was it was.
0: Heady days for sure, man. Definitely. It was, it was some pretty crazy stuff, but like, I loved it. I, I eventually came around on the Saturn and I'm going to sort of keep that under wraps until later as we get through my games and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was basically, I had this watershed moment of it can do that. Okay. I'm buying it. And that's like, and you know, I had a job at that that's point, but I was old enough. I had a job and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to buy this now and I'm going to buy all sorts of crap for it. So I came to it kind of late, but I ended up absolutely adoring the Saturn.
1: I got to say, man, because it's the, uh, underdog system, I think that there's a little bit of like, it has like a more hardcore gamer feel to it mm-hmm. overall, like PS one. Was definitely not like a casual system by any means, but I don't know. Like there no, was it definitely was, the PS it was one was just kind more, of this like marriage of hardcore
0: and casual at the time. You know, right. for both. Saturn so.
1: Saturn was just hardcore, I think. It just has that vibe to it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You know?
1: So anyway, dude, what's your number three? Let's man? get we're to going it. three, two, right. one. And so here we go. We're Three, two, and then honorable mentions and then other slight comments real quick. And then we'll listen to number one and Mike and I will be going off and on. So right. take it away.
0: All right. So my number three game, this is something that was uh, big back in the days of cathode ray tubes. You got to love them. There's, there's one behind me there.
1: Oh. If you could see. So good. dude. Uh, I, I want one.
0: I love light gun games. Absolutely adored them. And Virtua Cop 2 was so much fun. I played so much of this game. And the thing is, like I said, I came to the Saturn late in its life. So I was able to get a lot of stuff really cheap, especially since...
1: so good, dude.
0: Like, everything was, was just, like, second class, basically, in terms of the video game market at that point for Sega Saturn. So I could get anything for chump change. And actually, I... I put this aside because I wanted to show it because it's a funny little artifact. Um, not only do I have my copy of Virtua Cop 2 here, but no. maybe we could see that label. It was purchased from a Blockbuster video.
1: That's <laughs> so it. good. They dude. were always
0: clearing their games out because they weren't rent- rented. I can't get a good focus on that. But yeah. No, but that's that's insane.
1: cool, though. You don't have the box, but you have the disc, though. That's more than no, most. No, I... Dude, I...
0: Like I said, when I moved back and forth constantly, uh, I was always on the move. I needed to just get rid of boxes. So it's very rare that I actually have a box from back in the day. Did
1: you so, take that to Japan with you? Uh, I might have that disc I, I might have okay. bought I
0: bought another copy, I think, when I was in Japan. I have this is pretty funny. i I was like, let me just check really quickly. This is basically my Saturn collection. <laughs> they don't get scratched like that. I mean, I'm pretty gentle with them, but like they're not going to get scratched enough that it's a problem. Okay. Uh, there, I also have Dreamcast games in there too, but uh, that's not my whole collection of Dreamcast, but it's pretty Bro. much everything for Saturn uh, except for one or two games. But yeah, I, I went crazy with it. And then when we were in Japan, oh my God, I bought so many Saturn games. But Virtua Cop 2, man, I loved. I played it on the controller and I played it with the gun. And I liked them both, actually. they're They're really fun the little like one, two, three that you can do to to hit a guy. So like you hit him with the first shot and there's kind of recoil and then they get hit with the second and then, and then they sort of flip around. Like I can't even believe how gratifying that is. And it's funny because now like I have such a an aversion to guns and I don't like playing shooting games anymore because obviously now guns have really changed in their sort of cultural impact and and perspective. But, yeah. but this game... I loved it so much. And I played the first one too. I loved the first one as well. You know, I guess you could kind of just consider them kind of one game cuz I'll happily go play a half hour Virtual Cop 1, go uh get a cracker or two and then come back and play Virtual Cop 2. Like it just they're great. So yeah.
1: That's 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 my number 3, Virtual Cop 2. Loved it. Dude, that is awesome. I so I had I had Virtual Cop 1 and 2. That was hmm. the the that was the last generation where i played light gun games cuz i don't think <laughs> i mean full disclosure yeah, i really... i never had a i never had a ps2 or a gamecube mm-hmm. i i skipped that entire generation of gaming because mm-hmm. i was graduating college and going to japan and blah 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 you know i think ps3 was just coming out when i moved to japan or something mm-hmm. but uh it was like but i yeah i love those games uh like that was like the last great, like light gun time. I think because yeah. the newer the systems get, the the less you see of any of that. Um, mm. I mean, remember the Super Scope and the Miniser or whatever. <laughs> Super yeah. Nintendo and Genesis. I never like, tried them,
0: but they they always thought they were cool.
1: Super Scope was sick, dude. It mm. was, and the I think I had the I think it was called the Miniser and it was also pretty good. Mm. Um, I have more memories with the Super Scope, but anyway. Um, I, I think it's. I think it was PlayStation only. But just a detour slightly for a second. I think looking back, the best light gun game of all time is the Point Blank series.
0: They're so good. They're, They're so, so good, good. Dude. especially for two player. My it's so good. It's like Mario Party
1: meets light gun. Yeah. Light gun game constantly
0: loved it. And the Gun Con had the little um, the jack that went between the. Uh, the AV output and the the composite cable. So, like, yeah. it was doubly accurate because it was actually directly getting the video feed from the system. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. I loved yeah, that Point Blank.
1: That was a great series, man. It's called Gun Bullet in Japan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, my third pick is one I didn't grow up with I feel Mm -hmm. almost like I'm cheating but I played this on emulator it emulates (laughs) fine Um, I will buy a copy of this eventually but it's Saturn Bomberman oh I love this game I love all Bomberman games pretty much because they're almost they're very very similar let's be honest but (laughs) this one it just lives up to the hype man people Mm -hmm. say if you look up best Bomberman games Mm -hmm. this is generally at the top uh, no. I haven't done the ten-player uh, versus yet, <laughs> but I would I I'd love to. I really want to do that. I didn't even uh, realize
0: it went up to ten. I have a multi uh for six-player, but
1: I don't. I didn't know it did ten. I think you need two multi-taps and it goes up to ten players on wow. one big screen. Look it up, and <laughs> it's a you know huge battle all at once. Mm-hmm. And um, like the graphics are great. It has great cutscenes. And another huge thing dude, the music in this game is like what the fuck. I'll play a little <laughs> some right now. <laughs> but yeah, so that music the music is awesome man. Like uh you should look it up later but I it's, I had Sodom Bomb. I have it actually. It's in that you have pile. It. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Did good. Did you grow pl- playing Bomberman with your brothers and shit?
0: I don't have any brothers or sisters, (laughs) sisters. Sorry.
1: No, my sisters are 10
0: years older than I was. And like my parents split and we all went in different directions. I kind of grew up as an only child. So like my friend that I played Saturn with my friend that I played Street Fighter with the same person. Right. So growing up, we were really close, you know, kind of like my friends, my friends were kind of like my brothers, but like we didn't live in the same place, so we didn't always get to play. But most weekends we would hang out and play.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. um, So. But Saturn Bomberman came later. So that was already like, that was already, I think I was in
0: college already. So.
1: Oh, were you? I mean, yeah, I was. And like, you know, some people like, I've talked with some people that are like my, like our age and they've never played Mm. Bomberman in their life. And I'm like, this was a huge thing for me growing up because I have two younger brothers. Also, Mm. we had the the Super Nintendo multi-tap and we used to play that and yeah um,
0: Bomberman's been on everything
1: so like what's up people you can't miss this game (laughs) here's the thing and look you and I are the same on the same page when it comes to this Mm. like I like like kawaii graphics Mm. you know games ostensibly made for kids like smaller Mm. kids like I love I love my resident evils I love doom I love my m-rated games but I never left kawaii like kitty graphic games like I -hmm. I told some people that I I loved you know the latest Switch Mario and they gave me a weird look one time this is at work like Mario Odyssey and I was just like to me a game like Mario or Bomberman is such a staple it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how old you are like this is gaming this is gaming it's never going to go away in my eyes Mm -hmm. and but there's a lot of people our age or younger or older that like As soon as they reached, like, 13, 14, they never looked back. (laughs) They never played another Mario. They never did anything. But, um, you know, I still play these games, and I I will say this. This is maybe a hot take, but I think Bomberman is the greatest multiplayer game of all time. It's better than Halo. It's better than whatever the fuck, Fortnite or whatever it is. It's probably (laughs) an old man pick at this point but i stand by it and a lot of japanese people that i know they love it mm-hmm. like and and you know not to get too gendered here but i do find that women love bomberman mm-hmm. and if you're if you ever have troubles finding a game to play with your girlfriend or your wife <laughs> i highly recommend bomberman mm. um so Uh, And Saturn Bomberman is the best of the bunch. It is true. It's on all the lists, and I agree Mm -hmm. with it. So there that is. Mike, what's your number two?
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's see. My number two. So my number two is an interesting one. Uh, This game, uh, everybody's going to know this game. But (laughs) at the time, it was kind of a weird... um, It was kind of a weird unknown. Not that the game series was unknown but it was a move in a different direction and i just decided to take a gamble because at the time i was working at the at a golf course uh, i worked okay. at a snack bar and it was it was not a tip job but i did get tips anyway because i just put a jar out so i would go yeah. take my cash and buy a game like every week and so awesome this game came in and i was like you know what i'm i'm interested in this you know and not too many new games are coming for saturn at this point i'll try it out so I took it home and I played uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga. And it was, you had it. Yeah, I bought it brand new when it came right when it came into the shop. I was like, oh, what's this? You know? Yeah. It, OK, I'll try it. Why not? Why not? Let's do it. There's not many Saturn games coming out. Let's go for it. So I bought it and I ended up really, really enjoying it. And it was it was such an interesting thing, too, because it was like, it was like the other Panzer Dragoon games, but at the same time, it had this turn-based thing. You have—have have you played through Panzer Dragoon Saga?
1: I haven't played through it. I'm I'm no. I, I'm playing it right now on my Steam Deck, as it were. Oh, nice! <laughs> so that is awesome. Um, so
0: yeah, it, and it's it's yeah. locked to the Saturn. So like, if you uh, you have to emulate it, please by all means, I will say like do that because there's no other way to play this game. Do, like, you can't get all the original
1: copies easily. Supposedly, they've lost the source code. Yeah. So that's why there hasn't been a, you know, re-release, HD remaster. If this thing came out on Switch, it's over. That's so cool.
0: They, they did that a lot back in the day. They just didn't keep the source code. And that's, a, you know, that's why games are in such a bad state when it comes to archival purposes. Like, you just... There's not a lot of good support for it because it's like, oh, here it is as a product. Has it made enough money? Is it no longer making money? Leave it behind. Let's get the next thing. There's not really a a respect or appreciation for it. But in any case, Panzer Dragon Saga is a really good game but I think that I don't think anybody nowadays would be wowed by it. I don't, you're not going to like, Oh my God, this is incredible. Right, right. It was wow at the
1: time for sure. There was a lot of
0: wow factor at the time, but also like the important thing I feel like about this game is the combat is interesting. I like the turn-based style. We did see them return to this with skies of Arcadia and the ship battles where you kind of have the turn-based thing where you go side to side, you know, you're facing north, south, east, west. Um, you need to pull ahead and then chain, and face to the rear to attack. But it's just like the game has a vibe and it's really strong and it's, it's it's a very immersive kind of game. There were actually times when I was so tired from that job. I was waking up like as I, said, I had the early morning shift, so I opened up the snack bar at a golf course. People were ready to tee off before the sun's up, you know, and right, you got to right. tell them like, wait, man, the coffee's not ready just yeah, yeah. pack yeah. the fuck up already. <laughs> but so I would be there at night playing it after the job. And and sometimes I would fall asleep in like the little sort of dungeon areas because the like ambient music was just so relaxing. And the, the like blue and green environments. It was just such a calming and interesting game. And I had such a good time with it. It really was a special experience. And nobody else was, nobody else had it. Nobody else was talking about it. So it was really kind of this very private, personal experience.
1: I remember it was talked about in the, in the, what you call it, an EGM. I remember reading about it. I don't, I guess I just wasn't an RPG guy too much mm-hmm. growing up. That's why I never got it. But um, yeah. it is one I'm interested in. I have started it. But what would you... I mean, is it is it the gameplay? Is it the story? Like, what makes... It's just... What it's, is it that makes this game good?
0: It's a little bit of everything. I think the sound design is really good. Like, I can just think back on it, and I kind of hear, like, the little moan of the dragon and the wind blowing and the ambient music of the environments, the lock-on shot releasing and firing on the opponent. It's... And it didn't have it did something that I used to love about star Wars that they kind of stopped doing where they had languages that you didn't understand, you know, they created languages for the game and it was all subtitled. So actually I really like that. (laughs) I love that feature,
1: but yeah, it really is. is It's very Very, much a vibe.
0: And like, it's, like I said, I don't think it's going to wow anyone these days. If you're going to play it, you got to play it on emulation, but like, Hopefully that Saturn core comes through for the mister and people can play it on a CRT. Cause it's going to look better on a CRT. You need a yeah. little bit of that magic. So play it with filters. If, if your computer will run it with filters, cause you're going to sure see it it's a Saturn game. You're going to see like crazy dithering and stuff like that. That just doesn't look
1: right. But yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's not game. that long either, right? It's like 20 hours.
0: Probably, which I think is long, as long as any game really should be.
1: I know, man. Uh, some of these games are just way too long. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, the Panzer Dragoon One soundtrack I listen to mm. a lot, maybe mm. once a month. It is. <laughs> we need maybe do an episode on this eventually, but it is my one of my top gaming soundtracks ever. Nice. I, I love, I love that shit, man. It's so good. It's mm. so epic and sweeping, and reminds me of water somehow. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: I totally feel it. It's like it's a vibe that you can't fully explain. You just kind of need to go play it and you'll get it.
1: <laughs> it's funny you say that because some some friends of mine that you do not know, mm-hmm. I met up with them in Japan. They were both visiting last yeah. last December. And I asked them what's good about it and they said the vibes.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah.
1: god it, I, you know that's crazy man that must be true that's that's, that's so really cool. funny
0: but yeah that's that's really it
1: <laughs> great pick man um so my number two one is virtual fighter 2
0: oh nice okay uh
1: huge fighting game fan always have been i love virtual fighter 1 as well you know you had mm-hmm. to have it it, too, was like... It was a sequel. It was like the same thing, but a little bit better bells and whistles, so that's why it's mm-hmm. on there. Um, and it was before... Well, Virtual Fighter just kept on going up until... I don't know. Like, and kn- Definitely 3 was... was 3 was on the Saturn as well? No, no 3 was three, Dreamcast. 3 TB,
0: uh, 3 Team Battle, uh, showed up on the Dreamcast.
1: Dreamcast, yeah. And, so then, was, and then 4, and then I had 5. A, I had a friend that... <laughs> he was like, I wish that they would go back to their original look of looking like, uh, you know, they were made out of wood or something <laughs> like low polygon count. And I was like, yeah. I was telling I had to tell him, like, dude, that wasn't a look. That was, that <laughs> that was, was all state they- of the art. <laughs> that was 1992, bro. When they were making it released in 93, I guess. Like, this is really early 3D.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so. You know, um You know they did do that actually.
0: On Virtual Fighter 4 Evolution, with the new one. Yeah, the The, new one, the greatest hits it. update release on no, on Virtual Fighter 4 on PlayStation 2, they released it with a 10th anniversary disc. And you could play the VF4 fighters and of course the original ones in like a VF1 style look
1: it's a cool look it is a cool look but mm. I mean it's it wasn't a look they were going for it was no it the wasn't old, not a was look that they could make yeah but uh God man I, you know it was a at the time and even now it was kind of you, you know I kind of looked at it as like the deep fighter they always talked about mm. how, how the depth of Street Fighter and there mm. was a certain depth to it but I will say it felt like every combo was like punch 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 kick like mm-hmm. okay you got the deepest fighter imaginable at this time mm-hmm. but all the combos kind of <laughs> at least everybody has this the same combo pretty much I, and there's more more to it than that yeah. of course but um we had so much fun with that man I have two younger brothers mm-hmm. I play we played the ever living fuck out of that yeah. um a lot of people didn't like it as much especially when Tekken came out Tekken was really the killer for mm-hmm. for that especially cuz I mean, granted, Virtual Fighter characters don't look quite as fun, but there's still... I don't know. There's something about it. And, like... Yeah. It was no, just, I like, really, the, the height of technology that. every time. Every time a new Virtual Fighter came out, it was the height of technology for a while.
0: Virtua Fighter 2 was definitely a big leap in quality from the first one, I felt. Yeah. I still didn't want to play it, but, like, I looked at it, and I was just like, hey,
1: that okay you're starting to get somewhere now start you, you were never you were never virtual fighter guy
0: no not until part four. Oh, four. okay but four after four is where you I liked it. it yeah yeah i started with four i i was in the arcades in japan i saw Virtua fighter four i saw vanessa with her vale Tudo just like beat the shit out of someone and i was like fucking any of these characters for me and i started playing Virtua fighter
1: okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Vir- I mean, Virtual Fighter. It was. It was also just like very representative of the Saturn. Mm-hmm. You know, we, like it was just like that is a fucking Saturn game. It couldn't be on <laughs> anything else, at least at the time. Like it was.
0: I don't the, know. It was like this. Is, this graphics. is why
1: I got the system, man. I the mean, interesting
0: thing to me about it is like I look back and I think about the three D graphics, say on Tekken, Tekken One, right, or even Tekken Two. And Virtua Fighter 2 on the Saturn just looks so much cleaner and better.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was really made for looks them. good. So what's your next one, bro? All
0: right. So before we get into you know the number one, I'll just give a quick uh, shout out here to some of the other honorable mentions. Or, well, just, just one, really. Uh, the reason I don't put this as my number three, number two, number one, is that... I kind of just play it wherever it shows up, which is kind of like the Bomberman (laughs) idea. Uh, Bust a Move 2, which is Puzzle Bobble 2. I Mm -hmm. have that on the Saturn, the American version. I got it in in Japan again, too. I just love it. I just love Bust a Move 2. And I don't know, I don't really know that Bust a Move 3 or 4 or any of the other ones have anything better to offer me. Because, like, even now on my Xbox, when the arcade archives came up, I was like, oh, they have Bust a Move. I'm just going to wait for part two. When Bust a Move part two came on, I just bought it right away. Because there's just something about that second Bust a Move two. Maybe it's because I played that one in the arcade a little more than the others. But uh, yeah, I was very happy with that on Saturn. And I remember one night I was doing my media resource job and I came back and uh, there were a couple of girls from down the hall hanging out with my roommate playing Bust a Move two. And I was just like, See? Now that's great. Here's a game that, right, this is that cutesy Bomberman kind of idea again. That, yeah. That appeals yeah. across to, to many groups. <laughs>
1: yes, and, yes, yes.
0: And everybody was loving it. it. It's just all sorts of people you would never expect enjoyed that game. So, honorable mention goes to Bust a Move, too.
1: I definitely had that on Saturn as well, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm going to do my, uh, like, little list uh, real mm-hmm. quick. So, mm-hmm. My runners-up are all Capcom fighters, except for, (laughs) well, you'll see. Uh, Anyway, and then Hidden Gems. Hmm. Actually, no, these aren't Hidden Gems. What am I talking about? But other ones (laughs) I wanted to mention real quick. I love the Knights. I love the Panzer Dragoon Dragoon series, and Mm -hmm. I'm liking Saga now, too. And really quick, if, if you look up Saturn Hidden Gems, there's so many games I owned, dude. Like I had a lot of these. Like I had Scud. I owned Three mm-hmm. Dirty Dwarves. I owned Dark Savior. And they were <laughs> all good. They were all really good. Saturn was such a good system, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few
0: games that I still want to try. I haven't even played that I think might be great for me, but I just never got to them. Never got a hold of them.
1: Three Dirty Dwarves is like mm. one you should definitely pick out. It was, it was three player, not two. I mean, it, you could do one or two. But it, mm-hmm. like the full experience was three player, not four player. Ends mm-hmm. at three, which was interesting. And it was like a beat 'em up, but it had a really good like American comic art style with like d- d- these dwarves. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. It was good. It was a it's a true hidden gem, and I fucking owned it. And <laughs> I wish I didn't sell all these games, but I did. Uh, so you're number one, man. All right, number one.
0: My number one is the very reason that I owned a Saturn in the first place. I was reading through the magazines and they talked about these crazy uh, quality import games that you could get. <laughs> and they had something called this four meg ram cart. Ooh, that was just like, just send it straight to the moon, man. It's incredible. Praise Jesus. X-Men versus Street Fighter. Now, it's <laughs> just... When I, the funny thing is like I had played X-Men versus Street Fighter in the arcade. Well, not the arcade. I played it at um, this place called Dragon's Den that used to sell You never played at the evenings. arcade? No, what I, what I mean is it was an arcade cabinet, but it wasn't in an arcade. Because At this I point, you. I, I was you. in, I think I was in college at that point, And it was just like, we didn't really have a good scene to go play against people. So like I went to this Dragon's Den and I was like, yo, this is cool looking. But nobody was playing it. So but. like I would I would mess around with it, but I didn't really understand. I didn't really understand how the Versus series worked or the Children of the Atom sort of custom, not custom combos. Um, what did they call that? Chain combos. Mm. I didn't really understand that stuff because I was like, N- this isn't really Street Fighter. This is kind of, this is me reacting to an anime fighter before anime fighters were called anime fighters. you know, right, like, right. oh my God, what's going on here? This is insane. Not but six yeah. buttons. It was six buttons, but it, was. it just okay. worked differently. It was like you would go light, medium. Say like you'd start with the punches, go light, medium, and then go to the kicks, light, medium, and then finish it with a heavy punch or a heavy kick. That was like I, your quick, simple combo. X Men versus Street from... Fighter
1: was a six was six pl- was six button.
0: Yeah, yeah. God, I forgot about that. So it was Marvel Marvel versus Street Fighter, which I loved too, and like that could have been on this list too. But like the thing is x-men versus street fighter is the very reason that i owned a saturn i saw the information about that and they said like this is without a doubt the best way to play this game the playstation version is a joke it doesn't even have the team play unless you're playing the same characters which is like okay get out of here i'm not messing with that yeah yeah the saturn i knew i knew the playstation couldn't handle 2d because i got rayman at launch
1: (laughs) (laughs) Still Rayman, I one, know, man. I know, I laughed at you that last time, that last episode. But yeah. Rayman was like, in it had like thirteen fucking ads in every fucking <laughs> issue, and I didn't know a single soul that played Rayman. It had yeah. a, a campaign budget like you wouldn't believe, but I guess it w- worked on you at the time.
0: <laughs> well, I, did, I didn't even nothing, nothing mattered. It just when I looked at the launch lineup for PlayStation One, I was like, this is a good-looking 2D game, judging by yeah. this box, because I don't have any other information. So I went for it. But in any case,
1: right, right, right. X-Men
0: versus Street Fighter on the Sega Saturn had the four meg RAM card. So at the time, like I had to get the ST key, which unlocked the region. And then I would have to do like a quick magic swap with my hands from one cartridge to the other cartridge so that it would load without me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Without
0: uh, booting me back to the menu because it was an import game on my American system. But it was so worth it. I loved that game and it just was like this is me having an arcade in my home this is this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life i don't arcade even understand perfect, I believe how good this is yes it was incredible it was even better than the arcade version because you had more color choices for the characters and i used to get so happy setting up my like Blue Zangief and Blue Dalsib team. (laughs) It was just like, (laughs) I could never get enough. And when Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighter came out, I was like right on that too. And I thought we were going to get Marvel Capcom on there, but that eventually got pushed back to Dreamcast. But yeah, X-Men vs. Street Fighter is the reason that I owned the Saturn in the first place. Because I saw how well it could run 2D fighters. And as soon as I saw that, I went out, I got hold of Saturn. I got that import. I started buying up everything I could, every Capcom fighter I could for that system, because that was the best way to play them hands down. And I loved it for that. And I still do.
1: Bro. Well, my number one pick is also X-Men versus Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's the first time it ever happened. I think on the podcast Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so yeah, dude, it, it, it can't be fucking beat, dude. God. Jesus. It's, it was yeah, the man. best. It was arcade <laughs> perfect. I had the 4-meg cart just like you. I think I... I don't know. I use, Either I imported it or... Uh, I don't know. I don't think I, I... I don't know what happened. I had the American version maybe, but I had the 4-meg cart. I don't know what the fuck. I can't remember at this point. There was but, no
0: American release of X-Men vs. Street Fighter. But eventually, what you might have gotten that I eventually also got was the action replay that allowed you yeah, to bypass maybe the region I, lock and had four megabytes built in.
1: I think that's what I had. Yeah, like because we played the ever living fuck out of that. And <laughs> before that, the ramp up too was Marvel superheroes also on Saturn. And like, mm-hmm. God, there was probably some Darkstalkers game too. Like, I would, I'd just yep. get all the Capcom games. And like, yeah. again, it, this was EGM informing me like you got to get it on Saturn, not PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I did, and the amount of hours we put into that with me and my brothers, it was it was just insane. Just like, I, I grew up with the X-Men cartoon, and they had all those voices, <laughs> the, they were all the same, and then the Street Fighter was, like, all that was the same game, gameplay, but better, and, like, the tagging was great, and, like, mm-hmm. God, man, it was it was, like, you know... We had bought a 3D system, but it ended up being this 2D powerhouse, and it was yeah, it was so good, dude. It, I mean, it really, it really is like the best Saturn game, I, I guess. And there it is. and you know, Marvel versus Marvel superheroes might have been at the top if it wasn't for this one, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Marvel yeah. superheroes was was just Marvel, which is cool. But It was like the pre like the preemptive thing to that. Uh, yeah. but X Men versus Street Fighter also in the arcade. When I look back uh, as a kid, man, I think the, some of the most fun times ever <laughs> was this is my... You, you talk about Nathan's and shit. This was yeah. this is my Nathan's. There was this laser tag place called Qzar Q hyphen Z A R. <laughs> so they had the laser tag that was their main thing, but they had. An arcade too. And they had the point blank. And they had Police Trainer, which was. Look, I know. Is that the motion one? No, no. It was like. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. It was like mini games and shit. Mm -hmm. But it was like supposed to train you as a policeman. And that was very fun. And it had X Men versus Street Fighter. So play like, you know, 10 games of that. And then go (laughs) play Laser Tag, which, by the way, this is like the height of my childhood. Like, (laughs) hype, hype, hype was. They also played the Killer Instincts, Killer Cuts album (laughs) while we did Laser Tag, just blasting that 90s industrial techno shit. And I was like, X vs. Street Fighter, Qzar, Mm -hmm. uh, Point Blank, Killer Cuts on the soundtrack, Pizza, this (laughs) is absolute fucking heaven. You know, and it like, still would the, be if that place existed now, like uh,
0: you could do the, all the same exact stuff and it would still be fantastic.
1: The top dude. It was just, it was just so good, dude. And x versus Street Fighter. God, it was just, it was just the best. And, and then to play on Saturn, dude, Yeah, it, it was just so good, dude. Unbelievable, it was man. So beautiful.
0: And it just like. It's funny because it, it's like, yeah, the PlayStation impressed me, and I and there was a lot of cool stuff all the way through, but like nothing filled my heart with the kind of joy that I felt seeing that game run X Men versus Street Fighter the first time. Just being like, <laughs> yeah, I can't like this, believe this, this is possible at home.
1: This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. I th- I think I think <laughs> that, uh, really, the two series best are X Men versus Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom two. <laughs> now Marvel versus Capcom one is good, but it's <gasps> overshadowed by two. And X Men yeah. versus Street Fighter is the precursor to all that, but it's like yeah. a, kind of different enough in, in a different generation, kinda. So it almost sits on its own. But like those ver- those Capcom versus yeah. those are the top probably. And God, what they've done with Model vs. Capcom lately is just kind of a shame. And hopefully that they'll put some sort of budget in to do that again. But Mm -hmm. with Street Fighter VI style graphics and the way that those colors pop. Because it just looks so drab in the the latest ones. You know, I uh, was really disappointed
0: with Infinite's look. But I was not at all disappointed with how Infinite played. I really enjoyed it. I just... Found it ugly. <laughs>
1: yes. It's ugly as hell. Yeah, and, and and a new Darkstalkers too would be so great. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with this like Street Fighter Six style look, yeah, um, like they've really nailed it with next generation systems and graphics. So, but yeah, uh, I think
0: they they did a great job. My favorite thing about this is that it's their own engine, so like they don't have to worry about licensing fees. They put a lot of work into building that RE engine. And now they can use it to make all these other great games. And I'm really hoping that they leverage it because
1: there's should. so much good stuff. They should, man. I would do all. I would, I would put fucking Red Earth out and shit. Like, yeah. just put, I would just do it all, man. Uh, I don't know but- that they're going to want to deal with uh, Disney and Marvel again. I'm sure they had
0: issues right, with the whole right. creative direction and having to be in line with the color palette of the MCU and all that stuff. Like, it's just, nah, man. But like,
1: Dude, that Avengers game sucked. The Guardians game was like halfway decent, hmm. but yeah, like they they just dropped the ball. If you the other here is the other thing about X Men Street Fighter, that yeah. fucking art and Marvel versus Capcom too. Yeah, like it's it's like it's a Japanese it's, person that it's drew, more
0: Marvel than Marvel.
1: It drew Japanese a Japanese person drew, you know. Um, not just Street Fighter, but the Marvel side as well, and it just looks so fucking good. It's yeah. like that's Bengus. Like Bengus. It's, it's some. Yeah. It, that is some of the best Marvel art I've ever seen. Fucking hands down. It's like one of the best Venoms. It's one, yep. It's like his Omega Red. Uh, all of this fucking shit, dude. Like. Yeah. Every one of the, all all those characters, his cap. Well, that's fucking uh, Capcom, but uh, I was about to say Captain Commando, his Cyclops, <laughs> his Cyclops, yeah. and his Wolverine, and all that. Like it just, it's yeah. the jet. Ja- <laughs> the the what the kids say these days is they understood the assignment. Capcom <laughs> yeah. understood the fucking assignment. Yeah, like and God, and we're talking about it. What twenty five years later? Yeah,
0: it's the best. It's it's the best that it's ever looked, and. Not only that, but it's like the best pixel work I've ever seen. It's just phenomenal in every regard. It's a feast for the eyes. If you if you never even had hands-on with the game, it's just like, look at it. Just look at it. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> another game that I used the 4-meg cart on, I remember, was Dragon Force. Have you ever played that? That, worked on, Sad- that worked on Dragon hit- Force? I didn't know Dragon
0: Force. It's not
1: Capcom, but it's a 4-meg cart. Huh? I didn't know that. So I think it, yeah, it was because it, that game was like, I didn't normally play strategy games, but I did like this one. Mm. This is another Saturn memory for me. Just before we close out, another, yeah. another like, uh, what you call it? Um, not hidden gem because there was a sequel, and people like it, but maybe hidden gem now. It's a runner, up, it's a runner up, but it yeah, was everything like, on the Saturn is hidden, basically. <laughs> yeah, two, two like huge armies. These pix, like GB mm. pixel, think like basically like the uh chibi style of um final fantasy but they met, had these big like braveheart battles and they would battle <laughs> each other and it just i don't think it could run on the playstation it, it, yeah i think it, it ran without the cart but it was a it was a lot better with the cart i did yeah so, i didn't know that yeah
0: they did have massive sprite numbers on that it was like 50 versus 50 and stuff it's just a massive yeah. melee my good friend from college uh, was really into that. And recently I was trying to tell him like, hey, you know, the uh, Xbox runs emulators. If you want to sit down and play Dragon Force and <laughs> get yourself an Xbox Series S if you want a lower investment and just play some Dragon
1: Force. Dude, it's it, that was a very good one. Yep. But anyway, I think uh, that's pretty much it for the Saturn. Well, let's yeah, let's run it down. Right. So, OK, my
0: my number three was Virtua Cop 2 mm-hmm. and yours was. Saturn Bomberman all right. my number two was Panzer Dragoon Saga
1: and mine Yours, was Virtual Fighter 2 my honorable mention went to Buster Move 2 I had a lot of notes here but uh, runners up <laughs> were all other Capcom fighters and then I, I, I love Knights Christmas Knights, Panzer Dragoon series and um, I owned a bunch of fucking um, what's now Extreme Hidden Gems, Scud Three Dirty Dwarves and Dark Saviour <laughs> yeah honestly
0: if the saturn had just been capcom fighting games it probably still would have been like my favorite system of all time (laughs)
1: so (laughs) (laughs) is it your favorite system of all time it's one of them but
0: it's really because it's like these systems the the question is always right like do i really like this system and its library or do i really like it because it lets me play the best version of a capcom fighting game it's it's really kind of not fair
1: it's (laughs) enough dude it's enough i mean yeah. they they scored the best version of the games we love so mm-hmm. there it is and they also had other good shit too um god another one clockwork night that had some of the mm-hmm. w- when i first put that in that had like animation that was really new at the time mm-hmm. like whenever the character would enter a level it was just like wow this is incredible um <laughs> anyway uh, oh a bug that's another one. Bug and Bug Two. God, those were good, dude. Great. That's a those are so good, dude. Anyway, keep going. And yeah, so and our
0: number one, the first time this has ever happened, right? we we both came out with the same one. X
1: Men versus Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, dude. It's so yeah. good. The colors, everything. It's a per yeah. it's like a perfect game. It's a ten out of ten.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really is.
1: So much love to the
0: Sega Saturn. Uh, you were too good for this world, much like the Dreamcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you very underappreciated, but yes. uh, at least you know outside of Japan. And uh, God, I hope that Saturn core works out soon. it would be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in again to Season 2 of Gaming Gaiden. Um, let us know what you think would be good for our Patreon, because we kind of had to reconfigure that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, let us know. And, uh, yeah, we love going down memory lane like this. And, uh, yeah, the Saturn is really, it's, oh God, it was just, as we've said so many times, it was so good. Yeah. So hats off of to beauty. you, Saturn. Yeah, thing of beauty. So we will check you later. Peace. Peace. check out the movie that i'm working on called metal force please go to www.metalforce.ninja to find out more about this film it's basically r-rated power rangers meets stranger things that's the quick pitch